we've reached idiocracy, people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the new world. The Dude, new normal. That is Paul Russell. It's one of the hottest tracks on the radio I've been hearing. Uh, Lil Boo Thang is the uh, title of that song. I absolutely love everything about it. It is <laughs> so upbeat. It is so fun. It is so stupid. And the title itself, Lil Boo Thang. Uh, it, you really can't. Are you encaps- saying boo like B O O thing? Yeah, T H A N G. You spelled that absolutely correctly, and don't yeah. forget the lil at the beginning. L I L. L I L. Yeah, that's right. I need to learn this new English we're speaking. <laughs> Little boo thing. Is yeah. boo is in? I thought boo was like, like for like you're the like a person you lo- you love like right. your girlfriend but it's did... supposed to be like b a b e a u that's when we were a smarter society uh now we're short for beautiful right <laughs> i don't know what it was but I either you know i'll be honest yeah the the boo back when we were younger fellas uh when you, when it was spelled more in the european sense i guess um i didn't know what <laughs> i didn't know what it meant either <laughs> And I sensed the decline of our culture at that point, right? That was around the time when we were doing fascizzle. And I really felt like the fascizzle was the beginning of the end. For sure. For shizzle it was, yeah, That's Frank. right. For shizzle for shiz, it was. For shiz. Yes, that's uh, right. Dude, I'm, I'm not even joking. I don't know what happened this week, but I read three news stories about a black man killing a black man, Right. So that's right. six black men. I'm not even joking. Five out of the six were named Trayvon. <laughs> all spelled differently. It's like <laughs> Trayvon has become like the number one name for black men, and nobody spells it the same. It's the funniest name I've seen. I've seen it so many different uh, spellings was, of it. He was martyred, man. And so all the, you know, he's a hero in the community, Ooh. right? Trayvon Martin. Which one was that? That was the one that looked just like um, Barack Obama's <laughs> son, if he had a son, right? <laughs> no, no, no. These Trayvons, some are Trayvons. Uh, <laughs> some of these Trayvons are, uh, I mean, they're like 30 years old. In Chicago, I'm not even joking. What started it was the story of a Trayvon got into a fight with a Trayvon, and Trayvon <laughs> shot Trayvon. And if you're wondering what the difference is, it was T-R-E-V-O-N versus T-R-E. V-A-U-G-H-N. Wow. It'd be really fascinating if a Trayvoff entered the scene. <laughs> right? Trayvon, Trayvoff. A little wax on, wax off. Right? It's the modern age karate kit. Trayvon. Trayvoff. It's the battle as old as time. Good versus evil. Trayvon it's versus Trayvoff. The yin and yang of the modern era. <laughs> It's the yin yang of the south side of Chicago, you know? <laughs> Trayvon. Somebody give this guy a writing job. Jesus Christ. Are they still on strike? I can't even tell. Uh, Emma's not, knows. Emma has completely given up on the American culture uh, entertainment on the Netflix. She doesn't even go to like the top ten anymore. She, it's straight to whatever was created in South America or <laughs> Korea, you know, with the English overdub. Have you seen overdub. the top ten? Top ten is like fucking uh, what's what's that one with the minions? Despicable Me. Yes, no, is that what it is? I think you're right. Yeah, it's like number one, and you're like, dude, that movie came out twenty years ago, and it's a fucking cartoon. <laughs> it's the best we got, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Number two is is Puss in Boots. Wow, what are we doing here, people? I heard Puss in Boots was fantastic, though. Like it was Such emotionally a great movie. A great movie. <laughs> Cannot recommend it enough, people. <laughs> We talked about it on the podcast. Antonio Banderas really found a way to retire with grace. You don't continue being the badass. You know, you don't want to be Bruce Willis, 90 years old, fucking jumping off building. Nobody believes you, Tom Cruise, hanging from the building. Or um, Indiana Jones. I didn't oh. even see the last iteration of it. Uh, well, I don't even, pretty sure he doesn't even die. I thought maybe at least kill the guy. Like, don't leave open the fact that we could maybe get more Indiana Jones. We've had enough. And I know if you do bring on Indiana Jones, Disney, it's going to be a black lesbian. I already know it. You're we not going to surprise me. <laughs> it would be but shocking. Yeah, dude, Antonio Banderas, <laughs> he just plays a cartoon cat. It's great. Great accent. Yeah, he has a, a perfect voice for, for a cat. 
Yeah, especially like a ninja cat. You know? Most cats, I suspect, are probably Hispanic in nature. That's kind of the voice I would expect from them. Yeah, because they're like gay, but you don't want to fuck with them. It is a Spaniard. <laughs> Spaniard through and through right there. Uh, well, speaking of Netflix, actually, I did catch in the top ten uh, Ricky Gervais. Did you see it? I did. Great special. That guy kills it. He, um, he went for the throat of the woke culture, my man. <laughs> so funny how he kept saying, I'm woke now. <laughs> uh, he said some pretty intense stuff, um, but I, I thought, you know, I, the one thing I found the funniest is how often he uh, uses certain phrases that are common in British culture, but considered offensive in American culture. And yeah. he would like, you know, he's pretty foul. You know what I mean? Which I, I kind of forgot that he, you know, and British people, right? Aren't they kind of typically dirty mouthed, right? Yeah. You and know? they use bad words too. <laughs> yeah, you, you knew what I was dropping there. Well done, sir. <laughs> they're known for their teeth, yeah. people. No, but they're like the Australian. Like, they use cunt. Like, you could just call yeah. your friend a cunt. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I thought it was funny how casually he used the word cunt. And, you know, here in America, like, oh, it's frowned upon. and um, uh, Frowned upon. We have to build safe spaces because of the word. <laughs> I know. But he, he, like, right away goes after words like queer and how much the word queer has changed. And he made a great joke about how if you just stick around long enough, words come back around. Yeah. <laughs> Which I totally agree with. It's like wearing a black T-shirt and jeans. You know, the, the styles will come in and out, but eventually you're back in style. Oh, it's just like colored people. It took us 50 years to get back to people of color. Right. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Remember, it was so offensive to say colored people, then it became African-American, even though none of them have ever been to Africa. Right, yeah. Can you say black guy, or is that offensive now? See, I never changed. I always just say black guy. I always thought black guy was fine. Right? We need a, we need a, <laughs> we need a uh, representative of the black community. Where's Jesse Jackson? <laughs> That's right. Well, like, I'm white guy, so if I'm white guy, then you're, you're, you're black guy, right? Isn't that how it works? I always say I'm white enough guy. <laughs> we are Southern Italian, so there's a lot of gray area there. Right? Uh, I'm white enough. You know? <laughs> white enough to not get affirmative action, you know? Right, yeah. Well, you know, I'm just going to hang around Florida in, you know, the June, July time frame, and hopefully I can uh, start reaping the rewards of all the uh, reparations going on. Did you see what's going on in Florida? I just read the, the I just saw this story. I uh, have not seen this, actually. This is how you know the Democrats are the, are, are the most corrupt party. <laughs> I'm not saying the Republicans are not, but Florida, they're passed this law where uh, starting January 1st, all pol- like if you're in a uh, office, a political office, you have to reveal your complete net worth, all the money you have, where it is, all that. <laughs> and in protest, all these mayors and city councilmen and all these people are resigning and quitting. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Is this to weed out uh, corruption? Absolutely. To find conflicts of interest. I think it's great. I love that law. I think if you want to, you're so, we have lost the, the, like, they changed the definition of what these people are. You're a public servant. Right. You know what I mean? You're not a leader. You're a public servant. Absolutely. You're here to serve the public. Yeah, not, uh, you know, get the kickbacks and the rewards and which it should be. We understand there's going to be benefits to the job. You know, nothing you could do to completely cut it off, but you need to be transparent. You are the public servant. You know what I mean? What do you really do? You we're giving you money. We're paying your salary and you produce nothing. You do nothing. You're just there to sit in this chair and represent us with a yes or no vote. Well, you know, it's absurd that you could follow something called, Nancy Pelosi trade tracker on yeah. on the, the X, and uh, you could probably make some good money following Nancy Pelosi and her inside deals going on. Yeah, people are doing it. And then, and then you shouldn't be allowed to sit there and make policy decisions on companies you're invested in. <laughs> you know? 
Well, I caught an interview on Tucker's little thing he's got going on there on the X. Uh, and I, I'm going to go back to the no tuck rule. Don't worry, folks. I'm not going to play any Tucker here. But he had the guy, Belfort, uh, the fellow who was portrayed in the movie Wolf of Wall Street. Um, you know, the dude who just, uh, that was his life, you know. And uh, yeah. he, he kind of, um, he said some pretty cool stuff uh, that I actually agreed with when it came to the insider trading uh, and the Nancy Pelosi's and how he said they're all doing it. And it would be better for society if we had something in place where they couldn't be uh, doing the trading. But uh, Wall Street itself is so dirty and filthy that there's nothing you can really do to shake out the criminality of it. It's almost ingrained in Wall Street. You know what I'm saying? Like Wall Street, its very existence is insider trading. Yeah, I guess. And and that's what keeps it afloat, and that's why it, it works that way in the... Really, the only thing us little fish can do is jump on board these, you know, S and P five hundreds and what have you, and just kind of yeah, ride those waves. Funds, yes. And get your little interest. And- he said, anybody like us who try to do the day trading or you know individual so- stocks, like we're losers. You're going to lose in the end. There's no way you have uh, the information like Nancy Pelosi to make the deals right when you need to make them to make the maximum amount of profit. The best advice I ever got is it's Vegas in New York and they're the house. Yes, that's actually, he described (laughs) it. He said it would be like uh, you go into the casino and not only is it favored for the house, but the house is also cheating. (laughs) And and like, yeah, you'll see guys go in and win millions, but they came in with millions and they're not playing by the same odds you are. They have different rules. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's it's literally Vegas for, for those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, the little people. Do you think you're gonna get your little app and put on a you know a thousand bucks and start trading away? You're gonna lose. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did Quickly. put a, I did put a bunch of money in Robinhood though. I, I got that gold. They're offering five percent on your uh, money there. It's not bad. If you five and a half go into gold. No, no, Robinhood. Whatever money you're not investing currently, whatever cash you have in your account. Oh yeah, it, it's getting five five and a half percent now. Oh, wow. All right, man. Little, good little savings. There you go for all the little people out there. Come on. I don't man. really trust Robin Hood, so I wouldn't put everything in it. But yeah. if you could put a couple couple thousand in there, cover the cost of that monthly fee, plus maybe get a little interest, I mean, that's worth it. You know? Diversify people, right? Spread it around a little bit. You know, a little Bitcoin here, yeah. a little bit. If you did Bitcoin in the past year, you, you made some bank, I believe. Dude, I, I just sold some Dogecoin. I'm telling you, that's the best thing you could do is out of nowhere, you read a paper and you're like, Dogecoin made us, it's like, I don't even know it's still a thing. I go check, (laughs) sell it. It's up to 10 or 9 cents something. I was like, fuck it, sell it all. I'm going to buy it back at 5 cents when it goes down, you know? Doge must be what they're spending money on in the uh, secret SpaceX, uh, you know, ships they got floating around Earth right now. (laughs) That Maybe that's how they're buying coffee aboard their uh, Enterprise super ships. I think it's just a new way to launder money now that Sam Bankman Freed is gone. <laughs> That's right. Dude, did you see the news? Talk about... Tell me you work for the Democratic Party without telling me you work for the Democratic Party there, uh, NBC and all you news channels. You wait till Friday before New Year's Eve to drop the bomb that... Uh, oh, <laughs> remember how we separated those cases in the Sam Bankman Freed trial? That's uh, right. Now we're just not going to go after that second case. <laughs> <laughs> because it would reveal way too much corruption in the Democratic Party. <laughs> it's the most insane thing I've ever heard. Yeah. You, they're literally doing it right in front of our faces, and nobody, nobody's paying attention. The hard pill to swallow when it comes to same, uh, Sam Bankman fried, or Freed is uh, he was funneling the money that was being sent to Ukraine. To Ukraine! And he was taking that money, and he was pumping it into the DNC. And now we're just not going to charge that. We're not even going to look into it. We're just going to drop it off. Instead, we're just going to lock him up for these fraud charges that have nothing to do with the Democrats. I mean, dude, how did you guys even get away with separating them into two trials? Come on. (laughs) Come on, dude. This is insane. Oh, Mike, don't look over here. Look over here. 
This morning, fans had themselves a merry little Swift miss after Taylor, Taylor Swift and her family were spotted arriving in style at Monday's Chiefs. Right? Come on, man. I forgot all about Sam Bakeman. Who? It's Taylor right? Swift. Not only that, it was Christmas football and Travis oh, was, was she playing. With Travis? And Taylor was there with the family. They were all decked oh. out and the Merry Christmas. Uh, and wait, wait, were the Swifts and the Kelseys were together? Oh, it was a family Swift mis- miracle. Oh, I gotta go look up the pictures. I can't believe I missed it. You should have seen the shade of lipstick she wore to this one, Mike. It was a softer red, you know, oh, for the holidays. More of a Santa red? That's right. The other one was a little too mega red, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I missed it. I was too busy looking at the Epstein flight logs and uh, the fact that they're not charging Sam Bakeman freed. With corruption and money laundering. Yeah, I was busy reading about the impeachment going on that nobody wants to talk about. <laughs> it's crazy. No, no, they already impeached Trump. Which one are you talking about? Oh, yeah, no, uh, you know, the one, the impeachment that has to do with Ukraine. Uh, you know. For Joe Biden? Yeah. Frank, I know the news. If they impeach a president, it's all over the news. I would know they were impeaching <laughs> Joe Biden. It'd be all over the news. We're oh, still talking about Trump's impeachment. Uh, I don't. I, I'm see. I'm in a. I'm in a dizzy now. Honestly, all I can think about is the Swift Miss Miracle. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had more of the clip. I'm excited. Oh, I got. I mean, I, I'm know, invested now. I had it for family jokes. affair at Arrowhead Stadium. Despite a rough loss for the Chiefs, Swift seen screaming in support of boyfriend Travis Kelsey. <laughs> <ringing his> <laughs> <head>. <laughs> I love how they don't even say the score. It's just mentioned in like the. That's like a third paragraph, man. It was a loss for the Chiefs. Not only the Swifties, not just the loss—a devastating loss. Like they're they're pretty much probably out of the playoffs. Uncle Gus says no. Yeah, well, um, you know, so this has been going around uh, the old interwebs there that you know there's a thing called the uh, the Taylor Swift curse. I I think she, whenever she gets involved with these gentlemen, uh. her love, you know, just kind of uh, ruins their lives. She's like a Giselle. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people saying she's a witch. She is a witch. Yeah, she openly practices witchcraft during her shows. I think her shows are just witchcraft ceremonies uh, there to, and you know, indoctrinate the youth. Why can't we just have normal music? <laughs> can't we just bring out Black Sabbath and have Ozzy bite the head off a bat, please? Come on, the good old days, man. Yeah, we need to go back to the British rockers. (laughs) You know, less indoctrinating. Well, you can can buy a nosebleed $250 ticket here to see uh, the Rolling Stones play at the Broncos Stadium. Nice. Yeah, you know, I might (laughs) might go check it out, right? (laughs) Sell some plasma or something. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. No, 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 no. Waste of money. Man, I can't, yeah. Taylor Swift. That's all I had. No, I just thought that was really funny. Swift miss. That's really funny. You nailed it that they are going to bury a lot of cool stories that most people would want to talk about, but they know all the podcasters are on vacation for the next two weeks, and so uh, nobody's really going to talk about any of the juicy stuff that they let out on Friday. Yeah, like Epstein's uh, flight logs. So the flight logs should be coming out, I believe, within the week. Oh, it hasn't come out yet? I've been seeing a lot of things, like, with names. A lot of that's been floating around for a long time, but I and I think we're going to get confirmation on many of those alleged lists, but I, I do think that it comes out the 5th of January or somewhere around then. I gotta tell you, it really doesn't look good, that picture of Bill Clinton getting the massage. <laughs> oh, no. There's a lot of pictures of Bill. <laughs> Like, <laughs> and Billy, this is at a time when nobody really had a camera. This was the 90s. You had a Polaroid every once in a while. You know? <laughs> I know. Like, it took a lot to grab a picture of guys doing stuff. And, you know, you got, I got like flash. one picture of me and my bike in 1996. <laughs> you got four of you with underage girls. I mean, come on. <laughs> on the Lolita Express, man. <laughs> come on, dude. On your way to Africa? You know, there's a lot of pictures of. Uh, what's his name? Bill Gates, also with Epstein. And Bill Gates looks very nervous in all the pictures. Yeah. He's never been around women before. <laughs> You're right. The closest thing was his man, the wife. Yeah, uh, Kevin Klein, the actor. Kevin Klein. <laughs> <laughs>
That was his final role. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I haven't seen him in anything since Wild Wild West. <laughs> right? That was like late 90s, maybe around the time Bill Gates got married to Melinda. Quote, Isn't unquote, Melinda. I mean, you know, <laughs> he probably saw Wild Wild West and saw how beautiful Kevin Klein looked dressed as the woman in that one scene that he's like, I found the love of my life. Oh, they got married in 94. Oh, wow. Mm. Not too far off, right? <laughs> that was a really good guess. Yeah, well, when did Wild Wild West come out? That's got to be 1999. 99, nailed there it. There it is. <clears throat> Hour 47 minutes. What a movie. God, the, the good old days, man. Selma Hayek, damn. And here's the thing, too, with the 90-minute flick, right? That's enough time where if the movie sucked, you didn't dedicate too much time. You're not too pissed off at, you know, the crap right. that they threw at you there. You could tolerate it, right? An hour of my time. But, you know, three and a half hours through Way of Water, Avatar 2, Electric Boogaloo? No thanks, man. Oh, dude, I forgot what app I was going through, one of these streaming apps. And it was like they had a whole category of uh, what they call them franchises. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? That's right. And you could go through all of there was like a whole category of like three or more. I mean, Iron Man, Batman. I mean, they had everything on there, right? Uh-huh. All I could just in looking at these, man, when we grew up, it was literally Star Wars from the 1970s. Yeah. And then the next one was, uh, <laughs> what's that one with the, the, the ring? The Lord of the Lord Rings. Of the, Lord of the That's Rings right. was like the next trilogy 20 years later. That like everybody saw. Yeah. You know what I mean? We also had. Now it's, now it's nothing but trilogies. We Not had a, special anymore. <laughs> we were graced with a decade of really weird homoerotic Batmans also. Yeah, but they, I mean, those weren't really trilogies, though. Now they're doing like the the trilogy. I know they got like, the new Batman, got it. and it's not associated with the other new Batman, which is still in the Flash. And you know, they got the Aquaman, and they're, now they're gonna do a whole new DC universe with the guy who did the Guardians of the Galaxy, right? And he he's doing a new DC with a new Superman, and probably a new Batman. And it's just it's too much, man. Let's give it a rest. Yeah. Yeah, you made your money. I think you milked this cow. (laughs) 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 Jesus Christ. Well, we need it for Gen Z because Gen Z, Mike, needs a new hero. And if you don't think I'm kidding, well, they're they're starting to really kind of reach for these heroes uh, these days. And uh, I think this one might shock you. A new poll by the Daily Mail is raising some eyebrows after 20% of those surveyed under the age of 30 said they had a positive view of Osama bin Laden. Excuse me? Uh, He was a Uh, 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 leader behind the 9-11. I'm just going to throw this in there for you, Gen Z. That's right. You guys, come on, people. Well, that's because they, they spend so much time learning about 96 genders, they haven't learned their history. <laughs> well, no, they're going to explain to you why Gen Z has a highly favorable opinion of Osama bin Laden. Osama bin and Laden? let me remind you folks out there who maybe are new to the show, uh, I have always contended and very much so believe Osama bin Laden was a paid actor or at least a paid uh, employee of one of our many three-letter agencies. He definitely has paychecks signed by the CIA. I mean, he, he's been uh, you know, on our payroll for, for a long time. I always thought he was kind of like the Mandarin. Did I get it right? Yes. yes. That was right. right. Iron Man 3. For yes. those who want to know who Osama Bin Laden was, watch Iron Man 3. He was the Mandarin. He's Ben Kinsley in that movie. And, and yeah, just an actor. And they put him up on the stage and they film the little uh, videos that looks like he's in a cave and he makes all these threats. And so allegedly Osama Bin Laden made this letter and it's made some rounds on TikTok. And Gen Z is like, hey, this, this guy's starting to make a little sense. <laughs> Live at the World Trade Center this morning in New York with details on this brand new poll. Dre, good morning. 
Marquis, good morning. Yeah, we're here at Ground Zero. Behind me is the 9-11 Memorial and Museum. And for millions of Americans and thousands of family members, this is considered sacred ground because it's where close to 3,000 people were killed after terrorists uh, flew two airplanes into the World Trade Center, killing everyone on board those planes and also causing the Twin Towers to come crumbling down and killing everyone inside those two buildings here. Now, Osama bin Laden gladly took responsibility uh, for those 9-11 terrorist attacks at the World Trade Center, the Pentagon, and the crash of Flight 93 in Pennsylvania. Now the Daily Mail is revealing the results of their exclusive poll that's being called both astonishing and sickening. The Daily Mail poll showing nearly one in five Americans aged 18 to 29 has a positive view of Osama bin Laden. That survey also finding that three in 10 Gen Zers believe bin Laden's anti-American, anti-Semitic views and his killings of innocent people was a force for good. Uh, Overall, the Daily Mail says 81% of American voters said they have negative views of bin Laden, while just under 1 in 10 view him positively. It's believed the troubling positive views of bin Laden stems from a letter written by the former leader of al-Qaeda 20 years ago and was recently posted on TikTok last month. The letter titled Letter to America was written a year after the 9-11 attacks. Bin Laden's words garnered sympathy from many younger TikTok users, but the overwhelming collective outrage about, the tic about TikTok allowing the letter to be featured on the app forced the company to reverse course and pull the letter down. TikTok remains one of the world's most popular social media apps, and the Daily Mail also uh, pointing uh, to new research coming from the Pew Research here showing just how TikTok has become very important in the news business. Uh, that poll taken in November suggests that TikTok, or the number of Americans now getting their news directly from TikTok, uh, increased from 3% in 2020 to now 14% in 2023, and that number is expected to go higher. Man. Yeah, so uh, we're in trouble. <laughs> China won. Yeah. They've already beaten us. Dude, we're, we're going to hit 20% of the public getting their news straight from TikTok. And the next generation coming up believes Osama bin Laden was right? Yeah. <laughs> what? The PSYOP is complete, man. Russia and China, their goal is, you know, they, they met it. They're None victorious. Of, nobody who believes that American has ever been to a Muslim country. Those people aren't right about anything. Yeah, but dude, this totally puts it into perspective now doesn't it all make sense why these idiots who are the like blt sandwich for palestinians or for hamas like yeah yeah they don't understand the muslim world at all the, they're not true hamas, hamas would kill these people for being homosexual not even homosexual they want to kill you if you're not muslim yeah, I know. <laughs> Con convert you or kill you they don't care that that it's, it's in it, it's in it's what they believe it's so bizarre to me. We are so void of heroes, American heroes. There's so much hatred for our own country that we are now reaching across overseas and uh, turning these uh, what were our villains into our heroes now. It's total insanity. What's up is down. What's left is right, man. It's inside out. Man, you play True Lives at a movie theater now. You don't know who to cheer for. I know, dude. <laughs> if the audience cheered for the terrorists. Well, it's, you got the terrorists, and then you got the guy fighting them who said, screw your freedom. So, yeah, nobody likes America anymore. Oh, wow, yeah, we're in a backwards land. The only, wow. guy, the only guy I can cheer for not, now is Tom Arnold. He might be the last patriot on Earth. <laughs> Tom Arnold. <laughs> and that, uh, that Wood guy, what's his name? The Wood guy. I'll uh, yeah. let you. James Wood. James Wood. Oh, yeah, I'm a huge fan of, uh, is it Woods or Wood? I think it's Woods. Woods, yeah, great Twitter. Gotta follow him on Twitter or X, formerly known as Twitter. Sorry, ah, oh, fuck, I fucked up. That's all right. We we covered our ground. Uh, yeah, but, uh, James Woods, great X account, man. He's a great follow. I couldn't agree more. I actually he posted a video the other day. It reminded me when you said the Arnold thing because uh, he posted a video of uh, like never forget those who tried to take away your freedom. And it, he, dude, the montage, you forget how many fucking people went out there and said this is not about your freedom. You know what I mean? And you are unvaccinated. You're killing the vaccinated. So we have to take away your freedom. You know, Arnold, screw your freedom. It's crazy wow. the way they were talking. Like, we forget now. 
But they were literally saying all over the TV, screw your freedom, forget about your freedom. It's not about your freedom. Like yeah. that. And then what really got me was, I forgot who it was, but they said, uh, for your freedom is not worth dying over. It's the only thing worth dying for. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the only thing worth dying for. <laughs> I was telling Emma yesterday how it's really mind-blowing that it was just six months ago that they had finally declared the end to the COVID emergency. And why? I can't get anybody to answer me. What, what, what made the COVID go away? Apparently it's still here. <laughs> Apparently right. people are still dying. People still need to get vaccinated. You still have unvaccinated. The vaccine that, that, the vaccine that you guys say ended the emergency turned out didn't work. So what ended the emergency? Yeah, it was no longer profitable, and nobody was buying into it. And maybe we started seeing things like Damar Hamlin dropped out of a heart attack after getting double boosted. Or I'm and sorry, life he didn't insurance die. Is, <laughs> life insurance companies trying to sue the pharmaceutical insurance company for killing all of their customers between the ages of 30 and 40. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, dude. No, what ended it? <laughs> nobody can answer me that. You guys all, it was so big, I had to give up my freedom for you. And then one day, it just, it just disappeared. Right. Well, no, it didn't, right? It splintered off into all these variations or variants, right? Uh, you got the HB1 and the X53 and the uh, 3614. I made that last one up, but I think the other two were pretty close. Uh, <laughs> the T2000. That's right. The, uh... the THX 1138. Um, <laughs> you know, there's, you got all the variants, man. Uh, so it's hard to keep track, right? And nobody's dying from it anymore. Uh, I, w I was going to save it for like our later show, but we could jump into it since we are kind of on the topic. Uh, I have a fantastic back and forth between Seth MacFarlane from Family Guy and Bill Maher over vaccines. Like recently? Yes. He, well, yeah. Uh, you know, Bill Maher, he has that podcast where they don't talk politics or anything. Uh, <laughs> right, right. Club Random. <laughs> You know, just it's a just thing. Bill hanging out, <laughs> hanging talking out. about regular things, smoking a joint, Carville, <laughs> <laughs> with Seth MacFarlane, not arguing about vaccine mandates, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he released it as his new, like a New Year's episode, and uh, there was a big chunk. I mean, it's probably an eight-minute or so um, section where they get hot and heavy with the back and forth again uh, on the two sides of the argument with the vaccine. And I did some major clippage on it to shrink it down as best I could uh, to our typical uh, lengths here. Uh, the mental gymnastics and the delusion that Seth MacFarlane lives in, he's either purposefully lying or he's completely insane. And I can't, I can't tell which or, you know, what's going on here. I still think he's a shill probably for big pharma and is probably cutting checks and has to uh, push the vaccine agenda. I really don't, he doesn't strike me as a guy who definitely got the shots, but uh, him and Bill, uh, you know, you can say what you want about Bill Maher, but he, he definitely, he is absolutely against the vaccine mandates. There's no well, doubt I, about I, it. I bet you he has a podcast, and I don't know if you noticed this, I, I wanted to talk to you about this. They ruin, like, podcast is no longer free media. Because if all these shows I listen to now, they're cutting into commercials, and it's fucking Pfizer commercials. <laughs> That's right. Dude. It's like pharmaceutical pills. It's, it's, I, I forgot what I, I forgot what show I was listening to. I think it was Stuff You Should Know, which is just like a stupid podcast. They'll they'll do a, like a fifty minute show on garbage trucks. You know, it's That's just right. something to kill some time. I mean, I'm listening to it halfway. They cut through commercials. It was two com two commercials about two separate vaccines. That's crazy. Like, what the fuck is going on here? I do now wanna, you guys are in the podcasting? Well, I want to remind all our audience uh, out there, this program is brought to you by Pfizer. Thanks for listening once again. <laughs> brought to you by Pfizer. Hey, if you haven't had a heart attack already, already, you're due for your next booster. That's right. This show brought to you by Pfizer. Brought to you by Pfizer. Don't worry. All side effects gone by 2030. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but, man. And, and that's not, hey, Pfizer, if you want us to shut up, the price is right. That's right, baby. <laughs> Daddy needs a new microphone. 
It's terrible though. They're they now they own podcasts. Oh, absolutely. So. No, there's good. You know, I was telling Emma how um, we from time to time shoot out some episodes onto the YouTube automatically through our hosting service, and uh, I usually stop it. I click it off because we're talking about what we're talking about now, vaccines and what have you, and it's a big no-no there in the universe of YouTube. Uh, and somebody there particularly does not like the Dude Man podcast, I assure you folks. Well, dude, uh, have you watched these YouTube videos? YouTube is now the most censored media in the world right now. Well, we accidentally it, kicked, we got booted again from YouTube. We got like a no, third strike again. Accidentally. But dude, they can't even <laughs> say like rape or cor- or porn. Have you noticed that they like bleep those words out? They yeah, have to. You- YouTube. They have to bleep place. out kill. Like wor- certain words like that are being bleeped and edited out so that the algorithm doesn't pick it up. Yeah, it's pretty crazy stuff. Uh, our our material is not welcomed in that universe. And uh, I was showing Emma the citation we received for medical misinformation to the. <laughs> To all the 12 people out there who listened to the episode on YouTube. Um, and, you know, it was. Wait a minute, you mean to tell me that the plumber didn't give the best medical advice? <laughs> yeah, that's right, dude. Because people are coming to the Dude Man podcast for medical advice, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, YouTube put their foot down and gave us another strike. And uh, I was showing them the citation and all that and uh, laughing about it. And I said, you know, all jokes aside, it's, it's a matter of time before they won't even host us anymore. I mean, you know, it's. You know, everything will, everything shall be censored eventually. And it, probably within the year, we have a, an election coming up, so they can't let free thought or critical thinking go on over the next uh, 10 months. No. I think there's going to be a new media that forms. I think podcast has become the mainstream now, and all those big companies, they overpowered it. There's going to be something else that comes up. Yeah, it'll be um, telepathic podcasting i'll just be uh sending my thoughts directly to your mind <laughs> via starlink <laughs> yeah sorry i didn't mean to distract you i gotta hear this uh seth mcfarland yeah this is very fascinating i it's still on on the ball with what we're discussing here uh censorship misinformation um this is a tale right here you're gonna hear it. these are two individuals receiving the same information uh but totally uh, dissecting it and digesting it in opposite directions. Uh, This is, he said, uh, drink bleach. This is a prime example. So here we go. Uh, Seth MacFarlane defending vaccines. They do that here. There's mandatory vaccination in grade in schools. Right, but if you already, but if you already had the disease, you have natural immunity. We didn't see that. We didn't didn't seem to believe in that. That was debunked though. I mean, that was, don't you know, people have had COVID four or five times. I do. That's not natural immunity. There's no immunity there. You've had COVID five times. They can't even agree to right off the bat on natural immunity being a thing that exists. Wait, Frank, I thought you were going to play one from recently. This isn't 2021. <laughs> <laughs> I they, mean, even Fauci now has admitted natural immunity. Dude, but Seth MacFarlane, he's an allegedly uh, informed man, right? He probably subscribes to New York Times and Washington Post. Definitely watches MSNBC. This is Joy Reid written all over it. That's right. No, this is insane. Right off the bat, they cannot even agree on natural immunity. That's insane. And right there, Bill Maher should have said, you know what? Actually, the only people I know that have had it multiple times are fucking vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. I got it. I don't even think I ever really had it. If I ever had it, I didn't know, but I'm definitely not getting it multiple times. <laughs> well, S- Seth MacFarlane, if you think this is crazy, he's going to get extra kooky here. Here we go. <laughs> Probably because you had too many vaccines. <laughs> I didn't have COVID. Did you, did the vaccine gave you COVID? Uh, well, that's certainly nothing unscientific about the fact that the vaccine, which does weaken you in order to strengthen you. Says do all vaccines. Exactly. Yeah. But while you're in a weakened state, yes. That's why so many people like me got it, did not have it while the thing was raging and I was taking zero precautions because I was never that afraid of it. But that's anecdotal. Like, okay. I've had yeah, every booster oh, there but, is uh, to anecdotal have, that, yeah. and I have never had COVID. I get a flu shot once a year. I haven't had the flu in 20 years. Right. Well, I haven't either, and I don't get a flu shot. Okay, so, so th- this is all anecdotal. Right. But, but, right. but you know the difference between anecdotal and, and statistical. I do. And, and, and statistically, you still have a 
better chance of not being hospitalized, not dying if you're vaccinated. But you had something like 1900. I dude, he says so it's many things that are certifiably false. They have been proven. There's been so many scientific articles and examinations and there's uh, no, no, there's a reason they stopped writing articles. <laughs> yes. Because they couldn't yes. get facts to back up what you're saying. Yes. They want that story to be true. If it were true, we'd still be locked down and you'd still be hearing about it on CNN. That's why the emer the the emergency didn't go away because of this magic cure that didn't work. The emergency went away because the numbers came out. Yeah. You know what I mean? People started finding out the real answers to their questions about COVID and the vaccine. He's gonna come back at us, Mike, with some more, uh, some more bullshit. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Chance of not being hospitalized, not dying if you're vaccinated. But you had something like 1,900 kids who died of COVID during no, the pandemic. No, I don't think that's right. And he has zero wow. true facts in his brain. His everything he thinks about COVID is is a lie. He's been fed is, nothing but lies. No, but this is this is people like our parents. This yes. is all the Democrats in these cities. Yes. This is, they all believe these, this, this misinformation, if you will. Dude, this is a window. Isn't this a beautiful window into the two opposing worlds, man? One side yeah. is Bill Maher. These guys, first of all, both liberals. Hollywood elitists, man. Wow, they're on the same go. side, okay? This is not like a MAGA guy versus a Biden guy. Oh, no, they're both Biden voters. Yes. They both, you know. It, well, it, both of them are independents who looked at the... The candidates for the last 30 years. Centrist. <laughs> <laughs> Guys who ride the middle. <laughs> yeah. But this is crazy. You, and they're, they're verbally going to blows over uh, two completely versions of fact. 1,900 kids? Where? <laughs> Show me the number, dude. Show me the list. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> it's just a, that's a total lie. And... This is just again, it gets crazier. I, I but I, I believe truly that this is why we are currently living in parallel existences with the uh, you know various groups of people. You know, one yeah. side is uh, seeing we're all reading the same information, but we are completely viewing the world through a you know a different lens. It's wild. It is crazy. It, I, again. These are two leftists, man. They vote for the same people. They agree on almost everything the exact same way, except this COVID situation, dude. COVID was the craziest freaking red pill of red pills, dude. Like, look what it did to a libertine like Bill Maher. He almost can't coexist with a, a fellow, uh, you know, uh, a Hollywood elitist. Yeah, yeah. It's, wild, it's too dude. extreme of a psyop, you know? This, this one was deep, dude. It's deep-rooted. How many, how many of them died from the vaccine? None. The, the New York... And, and, and the, the thinking there is that, well, probably most kids are not going to die from COVID, so why bother with the vaccine? Because it's only going to be a few hundred kids, right? Everybody came out and said, if you get the vaccine, you, you, you cannot get the disease, and then, of course, that was wrong. And Bill Maher starts to lose his mind because of, like, <laughs> Seth MacFarlane says some weird shit throughout the entire thing, but I had to cut it down so you could hear some of the meat. You, and if you get the vaccine, you can transmit it. <laughs> but and they were learning right alongside I understand. Us. I understand. They're not. They're not they, I, you just said yourself, doctors are often wrong. They right. are, especially when okay. they're researching I, a brand not, new disease. And I am not blaming them for it. I'm just saying that's why there shouldn't be the science. There's no the <laughs> in science. It's like, it's, it's, people, how many, 7 million people died of COVID. How many yes. people died from the vaccine? Probably, well, okay. probably a few. But, but. A few? Ah, oh, dude. My God. Have you seen anything about excess mortality in the last two oh, years, man? A few? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Those three million people were fucking old and going to die within six months anyways. That's <laughs> no. just statistics are showing that right now, right? The people that are dying from the vaccine are people that should have lived for another 30, 40 years. People in their 30s, man. They're dropping That's dead. That's the difference. <laughs> like, we never heard of turbo cancers until last year, man. Come oh. on. Dude, oh my god. A few. I never heard of a 30 year old on a football field having a heart attack. And I've seen three. Oh, how's Bronny? How's Bronny James? 18 year old Bronny James doing? How's his basketball career looking? 
the son of I one of the most all elite the soccer athletes. players around the world. Yes, yes, man. That, that, that if you, I mean, uh, what's crazy if you look at places like Niger, dude. I've been like, I've been, I've been going down this crazy rabbit hole of Niger and COVID. They started comparing Niger with Australia because they have the same amount of people. They're about the same size. But Niger did no vaccines. Right? Yeah. And if you compare them side by side, they're, they're kind of the same up until 2021 when Australia vaccinates everybody. Mandatory. They forced everybody to take the shit. That's right. And then Niger leveled off because everybody had natural immunity. Australia took off and then just kept going up for the deaths, for the everything, just kept going higher and higher. And one of the things that was really crazy about Niger is you look at not just them, but these other uh, countries who did no vaccine thing, Mm -hmm. their soccer teams and their sports teams had to because they were traveling to countries that mandated it. Right. Like France. Oh, yeah. They're seeing not only people in their teams dying from COVID, but the heart attacks and everything, they're not seeing that in the regular population. That's crazy. Hey, how's uh, Djokovic doing? Who? <laughs> Probably doing a lot ba- better than the other guys who had to take the Vax, right? Remember that guy? They forgot. Remember the guy who was talking shit about him and then had the heart problem and couldn't play in the one tournament? I think he retired, man. I think it's Nadal. Was it Nadal? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was Nadal, and then he, you know, Nadal was all in on the Vax, and then Djokovic, right, was anti-Vax, and so yeah. he, he got banned from everything, and I think Djokovic still playing. I think Nadal, or whoever, the, I, I want to say it was Nadal, but, you know, I, I don't know as much about the, uh, the tennis world. You know, I'm, mm, I'm you more might be a, down to 50%. That was a good all save. Right. Nice, folks. I am ha- half the body in, <laughs> ha- one foot in, one foot out, folks. Still Man, living this is in that a crazy crop. fucking clip. There's a little bit more. Uh, th- they get heated. Absolutely. Science. It's like, it's, it's pe- people, how many, 7 million people died of COVID. How many yes. people died from the vaccine? Probably, well, okay. probably a few. But, but I don't <laughs> know what the number if, is, but I know if it's we not were 7 more million. Ju- if we were more judicious about who needed it versus who it might hurt. Why vaccinate for, for measles? Why, not, why, why vaccinate for mumps or rubella or tussis? Why, why vaccinate for any of those things? Because somebody might get hurt by the vaccine. I mean, what, why, why do those vaccines, because COVID is newer? Uh, well, COVID is newer. It, Here comes the lie of lies, and I, I saved the best for last just for you, Mike. It is, it, yes, it's, but is that the only reason? I mean, no. this, this was, you, you, by the time well, you got the vaccine, I don't know if you had it, but by the time I got the vaccine, this was the most tested vaccine in the history of vaccination. <laughs> yes, I had it. Because what? I had to get many people who had it. It's like, I put it in my arm. It's like, all right. <laughs> That's it right there. Excuse me? Excuse me? Yeah. Dude. <laughs> What a what a fantastical lie! That's the lie of lie. That's the big lie, people. The big lie is they didn't want you to know the testing results of this for seventy five years originally until the court order brought it to light that oh whoops they never tested it. It's the least yeah. tested vaccine in the history of vaccines. No, I mean, dude, the most tested. You didn't even have enough time. <laughs> there was not enough time. Unless you guys know how to slow down the universe. Uh, dude, this is insane. Warp speed. All right. I don't think anything gets a lot of testing when you're going at it. Warp speed. Going too fast. <laughs> <laughs> We're warping. We're warping through the test phase. That's what warp <laughs> speed means. Warped right through test one through four. Warp speed means we're going to cruise through this at the speed of light, right? Isn't that like... <laughs> no, faster. Faster, faster than light is warp. Faster light. We're warping. <laughs> warping past light, baby. <laughs> Actually, as we were warping, we could look back in time at the test we didn't perform. Yes. Perfect. And then when we get there in the future, we'll just see it, uh, you know what it looks like with all the uh, heart attacks and strokes. <laughs> and then we'll do our test. You didn't know this, but warp speed meant your future heart attack. Coming at you at warp speed. <laughs> That's right. Well, you know, turbo cancer, warp speed. See? <laughs> warp speed. You're getting that cancer at warp speed. <laughs> See how it works? <laughs> Dude, they, there are vaccines and stuff that have been tested for 25 years. What about they, they did that HPV vaccine back when we were younger, fellas, 
and they were dishing it out to every chick in our grade, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, you know what? Uh, we think that causes cervical cancer. We're going to cut that out for a little bit. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but trust us with this one. We right. came up with this one at warp speed. This one we didn't even test, man. <laughs> Dude, I can't, he can't believe that. He can't That's believe what, so that. So now you understand what I was exclaiming at the oh. beginning, which is Seth MacFarlane is either an idiot on the most epic proportion or scale, or he's a paid shill by Big Pharma to you know spew these so lies. And he prob- paid. probably agreed to go on Bill Maher's podcast in order to reach Bill Maher's audience and counter the Bill Maher message right now, which is anti-vax. Oh, I think Bill Maher has to have these guys on. You're probably right, I mean, actually. He's, he's, he's under contract with HBO. There's no way, you know, the pharma daddy isn't, <laughs> keep, you know, keeping him in line with his podcast. Brought to you by Pfizer. So you send me a thing about um, Alex Jones, maybe, what was it, Illuminati? Oh, no, that was a joke. Somebody oh, edited it, oh and they tried God. to play it off. Tim Dillon posted it, said it was the funniest thing he's ever seen. Because it's, did you watch the video? No, I didn't have time, actually. I just uh, saw the thing. I, 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 was I, like, could oh, tell because I, in I it, thought you were going to uh, explain it to me. Because in it, um, Alex Jones uh, admits he's gay and wants to have sex with uh, Joe Rogan, <laughs> and Tim Dillon is sitting there, like, encouraging it. Right. <laughs> And there's one point where he's like, he's like, I'm just gonna pound you, and he's like r- pounding his fist, and then they go over and Tim Dillon's doing it. It's a great fucking edit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, then Joe Rogan just like gives in. And he's like, all right, I guess I'm gonna get pounded. <laughs> wow, it's a great video. That's but, hilarious. Yeah. Oh man, I I, w- I got excited for some sort of Alex Jones is a paid informant or part of the dark side, you know, and uh. You know, a shill, if you will, right? But no, he might. I don't know what he is, man. He might have too much brain damage to control. You know? <laughs> I don't know. He's it seems like he got hit in the head too many times. Maybe I was thinking about how it is weird that we really didn't know much about the Bilderberger Group or the Committee of uh, Three Hundred or the Club of Rome, and you know, these are the people who get together at Bohemian Grove. And that wasn't truly fully exposed until allegedly Alex Jones broke into it and filmed it. And what if Alex Jones is in the Bohemian group and just kind of, you know, he's the guy that they allowed to leak the alleged footage, but it probably wasn't the real deal. But then that gives him the credit to be the ultimate conspiracy theorist. See, I I think maybe he was at one point, but he went rogue. the, the, The Sandy Hook lawsuit kind of unless they did that because they knew it would kind of vindicate him right and now it's gonna he's on he's never gonna pay any of that money oh he's down to like a mill a year that's <laughs> know, crazy dude. <laughs> and people are gonna forget about <laughs> if they, it if they keep going it's gonna be like a plumber's paycheck a year you know what i mean he's back on twitter i think he's allowed more on youtube than we are yeah <laughs> you know so i mean that should no, just say it right no, he's there not for on you youtube he's only he's on x and rumble Rumble, yeah, I've been looking into the Rumble. We'll probably head that way at some point. Um, but I don't know. I just find it interesting that he's back on the scene. He's in cahoots with Elon. Uh, I still don't trust Elon. There's a lot going on with this guy. Did you see he's got the new Gronk or Grok? Uh, I still think we're going to get the commercial for the Super Bowl or the ex-Gronk, and they're going to be asking Gronk, you know, Taylor Swift and Kelsey, and they're like, hey, Gronk. What does this mean? You know, and it's just Gronk yeah. there. Uh, did you see it's on the X thing? You oh, can... I thought they were going to go with, uh, remember that guy from the Steelers? Uh, Terry Bradshaw? Gronkowski? No, that's what I'm talking about, Gronkowski. Yeah, Gronk. <laughs> yeah. Who are you talking about? No, you said Travis. Well, no, you have to have Travis and Taylor in the commercial. Oh, they're asking so, yeah, him. Yeah, you'll have Travis. Yeah, 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 he'll yeah, ask gotcha, the phone, be like, hey, Gronk, what's this? You know? And... Oh, see, your cuteness went over my head. I didn't even get it. <laughs> you get Taylor in there. You get Gronk, you know. Gronk is everywhere. He's in, like, a ton of commercials, man. The guy is really, he honed into something with our culture that we love. We love the big, stupid party animal. And he's the big stupid party animal. And so now he's in like all these commercials where he's just kind of the dumb guy and he's, you know, affable and everybody loves him. And, you know, and that's Gronk, dude. He, he's going to always be a celebrity. He's like the shack of our be times. In, 
He's going to be in the next, uh, the all-female Ghostbusters 2. Yes! Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a perfect role for him. Oh, man, did you go see the color purple? What do you mean? <laughs> it's the biggest, it was the top-grossing movie of the weekend, I heard. They redid the color purple? Oh, and it's a musical. Isn't that the Whoopi movie? Whoopi. Yeah, it is with, <laughs> it is with Whoopi. <laughs> they, came, they did not redo that movie. Oh, yeah, they redid it, man. It's supposed to be a big deal. They're all about it, man. It'd be really hilarious if they did it with all white people. Well, we're going to go that route, right? The pendulum must swing. If we, do, if we replace everything with one side, we got to go the other way eventually and do the other replacement. Yeah, it would be hilarious. Absolutely. I, I look forward to doing things like White Shaft. That would be a good movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, White Shaft will be hilarious. Probably starring Ryan Reynolds, I imagine. I can't wait for uh, Carrot Top to be the new Blade. <laughs> That's right. He's, <laughs> he's jacked enough to do it, man. That's what I mean. <laughs> with the red fro. Caratop, kind of a frightening-looking dude with that hair and the goofy face and then the outrageously ripped, super-jacked, muscular build. Like, you wouldn't want to, like, run into Caratop in Dark Alley. Uh, I don't know. He's going to hit you with a rubber hammer. I was, dude, you pulled it right out. I was going to say, <laughs> you know, he's pulling out all these weird gadgets out of the dumpsters and, you know, out of the corners. You don't like see getting it. robbed by the mask, you know? <laughs> That's right. You don't want to be robbed by Gallagher, though, right? That's the guy with the hammer, and he, you know, he just squishes the. the, the yeah, that's right. The well, you're not mallet. in danger unless you're a watermelon. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I didn't mean that racially. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're talking color purple here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Steven Spielberg did this new one. God, that guy has really sold out, huh? Man, well, he's got to make up for all the kitty diddling he got called out for doing, right? Mm, and I heard they were all white kids. Racist. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you you never right, see any man. of these kids coming forward and they're black. That's how you know these guys are racist. I just thought about that. Wow, they're always going after the white kids, man. It's always little white girls. <laughs> Terrible. Not even an Asian. <laughs> so there's this theory that there's a creepy picture out there of Steven Spielberg and he's holding uh, a very young uh, like eight year old or so Drew Barrymore and then a similarly aged similarly looking blonde gal who was the star of the Poltergeist movie which Spielberg sh- uh, secretly directed it, it, the directing went officially to somebody else but it is well known in Hollywood that he was the shadow director. Like, he actually made Poltergeist. And mysteriously, the girl from Poltergeist ended up having a weird kind of demise and, like, sort of was suicided. It's very strange, and there's a lot of weird stuff about it. And there, uh, allegedly, she was maybe about to come out to, uh, you know say that Spielberg and a lot of these other Hollywood elites were uh, pedophiles and, you know, there was all this weird stuff going on, but she got snuffed out. I believe it. You hear all the stories from these people coming out, like Megan Fox and them, where they're talking about how their parents were, like, encouraging it because they knew oh, this is what you're going to do to get huh. famous. Oh, you know? this is, we're going to make man. money off of you, you know? It's freaking gross. That's why Macaulay Culkin's parents, they knew what to do. They said, now go to Michael's and hang out for the weekend. Just do the face. Just do the face. (laughs) He'll love it. (laughs) Come on over, little boys. Oh, man, and with that, believe it or not, folks, we have hit that point in time. It is true. It's the fastest hour in the universe. Uh, We still got a lot more to talk about. Uh, much more to get Blew to. Blew me away with that one, man. That was a good clip. Seth MacFarlane. Oh, I knew you I knew there was like a reason I don't like Family Guy. <laughs> Something weird about that guy. Never trusted you. <laughs> Could tell Peter was vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> I never trust that little gay kid either. I don't know. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Something up with that one.